Hello, I'm Jacob Zimmer, official steward of the Fun Palace. Thank you for listening to the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show hosted by Cedric Littlewood. The Fun Palace would love to hear from you. We are on the internet. Come and listen in to a radio station where the mighty hosts are This episode, music by Rick Campbell, Laura Barrett, and Tassiomancy, a new chapter in the ongoing saga, The Mysterious Death of WB, and a radio call-in show. Hello, listeners, and season's greetings. No matter what season it may be, wherever and whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. I'm recording this intro shortly before Christmas at an undisclosed location in Canada while consuming a delicious holiday-themed beverage, and you should feel free to do the same. Once again, I am Cedric Littlewood, erstwhile composer of background music for science documentaries, old-time radio guy, and the producer and host of the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show Podcast. As you might know, or maybe not, every so often a manila envelope is mysteriously hand-delivered to my door, containing a thumb drive with audio and text files, and the occasional notes or instructions for me, which I then transform into a new episode of this podcast, and upload it as requested by the enigmatic Fun Palace. So, let's begin. Rick Campbell is a Fun Palace player and actor in Toronto, who also enjoys a guitar and a good song. He's also quite a funny fellow, so I'll just let him introduce this song himself. The last place, the last time we did this, I did uh, John Lennon's song, uh, Working Class Hero, and I kind of got so depressed singing it, I just, <laughs> I decided I didn't want to sing it again here. And then I got the idea, I'm going to do a different song every time we do this. So uh, I'm going to play a song that is a kind of a, you know, because he wants, Jacob wants something that's not, you know. Not everything not needs, everything not needs, everything needs not to be Not everything cheap. needs to be funny, okay? Yeah, come on. It's a variety show. Yeah. So I am going to play something a little downbeat, but uh, not as downbeat as that one. This song is by Neil Young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, not one of his hits. Uh, it's on, it's on, uh, tonight's the night, not one of his best-selling records. <laughs> Fact is, it's probably his least best-selling record. I love that one. Yeah, it's my favorite record of his, actually. Uh, I'm going to play a song off of it, and there's a little bit of a chorus. It's not much of a chorus, really, but, uh, this is the part where you're all going to sing along. I'm going to be playing along, and I'm going to get to this part, and then I'm going to go, that that's what you're going to sing too and there's enough syllables in that word that you can just jump on board you know and catch the catch the train that is the 
refrain of this song. Can, can you now do I it think, once more for us? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so I'm going to da 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 and then I go, and you'll be able to tell that it's coming. <laughs> and it's like, one, two, three, za. goes into the next verse. If you want to add harmony, go ahead. Have you ever dreamed of singing harmony? <laughs> this is your moment for your dream to come true, because as Jacob says, dreams really do come true. Forget where else I heard that. Isn't that wish upon a star? It's Disney. Of course, Disney tells you that. Anyway, <clears throat> here's a song. say Santa Fe is less than 90 miles away I got time to roll a number rent a car Starving to be alone, independent from the scenes that I've known. Some fried eggs, country ham. I'll find somewhere where they don't care who I am.
Thank you. Nice singing. That was Albuquerque, performed by Rick Campbell. Now, last time, I may have complained a bit that there wasn't so much variety in the types of music on the show. The Fun Palace sent a note this time saying it appreciated my notes and agreeing, while also delighting in the subtle variations, varieties, you might say, of the human voice and the guitar. Point taken, and I look forward also to various drums or electricity as well. I hope. If you, dear listener, who I trust is listening, want to send me a note, that would be lovely. Any thoughts you want to share about the show or not, it would brighten my day. You can use cedric at funpalace.ca to email me. That's cedric at funpalace.ca. I'm also on Twitter, though I don't often use it. There, I'm at underscore C Littlewood. So far, mostly parody mayor accounts follow me. Now, we've got the next chapter in The Mysterious Death of WB with Fun Palace players Christopher Stanton, Susanna Fournier, Becky Johnson, Jacob Zimmer, sound designer Richard Farron, and music director Jonathan Ajemian. Directed by Chris Earle. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fun Palace players are proud to present Chapter 7 of The Mysterious Death of W.B. We return you to 1941 and Gabriel Novus, the retired detective, trying to lead a quiet life in spite of a world war. Approached by people claiming to be friends of the obscure writer Walter Benjamin, Novus reluctantly agreed to take the case of finding Benjamin's missing manuscript. Following Benjamin's escape path from Paris, Novus finds more than he bargained for in The Mysterious Death of W.B. A story of intrigue and possibly murder surrounding Walter Benjamin, one of the 20th century's most influential thinkers. Written by Jacob Zimmer with interruptions from Benjamin himself. Though, based on actual people and events, the mysterious death of W.B. is a work of fiction. The truth unknown, or even when it's known, we just make it up. There, on the street of Port Vaughan, was the mousy man with a notepad. The same one I'd seen in Marseille. But he recognized me first, turned his back. It was only as Lisa Fitko continued to give directions that I remembered his face from Marseille. It was too late. The man had gone. When I turned back to Fitko, she was telling me about the climb to Spain, the same one she took with a traveling party, including Walter Benjamin just last week, before he died. It's a day's journey uphill, very steep. You will come quite close to the road, but as long as you're quiet, the patrols won't know that you're there. Sorry, I tuned out there for a moment. Well, I was... No, it's not you, it's me. How did you say Benjamin died? I didn't. I don't know. He was found dead in his hotel room the morning they were to be sent back. Sent back? Yeah, the front desk at the hotel had notified the police that they were there. It's a regulation, though the good owners don't. He was going to be escorted back to the French border and handed over to the French police. Which was the same in these parts as being handed over to the Germans. Benjamin had been in a corner. I don't know what happened, but the rest of the party was led across... I hope for old Benjamin's sake that someone took that briefcase. Briefcase? What briefcase? Why? It was all he would ever talk about. He kept saying he couldn't risk losing it. That the manuscript must be saved. He said it was more important than he was. Did he say why? What the manuscript was? No. He barely had strength to make the journey. Stopped every ten minutes. Wouldn't look up from his watch, but insisted on taking the case. 
I was having a pretty strong case of deja vu. Benjamin had told me his methods, but that had been in a dream. I hated to give any weight to the tricks a person's mind played while they were unconscious, but... When did you take them across? Four days ago. I'm sorry, he was most remarkable. Mm. Born to attract misfortune. What do you mean by that? Well, he was a remarkable mixture of clumsiness in practical matters and careful intellectual analysis. He behaved like someone who knows what they are doing, well informed of the situation and possibilities. Seemed to have his own theory about how he should proceed. But he was rigid. He would not, could not stray from his plan. Naturally. One must wish for the planet that one day it will experience a civilization that has abandoned blood and horror. In fact, I'm inclined to assume that our planet is waiting for this. But it is terribly doubtful whether we can bring such a present to its hundred or four hundred millionth birthday party. And if we don't, the planet will finally punish us with the last judgment. Can I close this window? I keep getting a chill. Okay. Listen. If you really want to get across, you've got to talk to Mayor Azima. He told me the route. Uh, he'll tell you more than I can. All right, thanks, Mrs. Fitko. Good luck, and again, I'm sorry. Fitko was continuing on. Benjamin had been a friend, and his death upset her, but she wasn't stopping. I couldn't blame her. Times like those, you just didn't have the luxury of being sad. It was already past midnight, so I wasn't going to see the mayor that night. I went into the hotel to find a bed and a bar, not necessarily in that order. The bar was almost deserted, which suited me fine. I just wanted to sit with my drink and thoughts. I'd gained two months on Benjamin, and was four days too late. That gnawed at me. But the only thing to do was keep going, and to have another drink. It was about four in the morning when a drunk sea captain... A young blonde kid with a cowlick and a yappy white dog oh, came in. Yes, well, none of them would shut up, so I went to bed. I fell asleep immediately. Mr. Novus, this time I have found you. It is tragic that we could not meet earlier in better times. Please, do not blame yourself for my death. Prophets who claim to know the date and time of the last judgment cannot be telling the truth. I appreciate your efforts on my behalf. They are very kind. Please, follow me on my route. The real risk, for you as for me, would be not to go. The walk is a pleasant one, very quiet. There should be no other sounds on the path. Uh, the yappy dog woke me from my dream. Lucky me, they were in that room right next to me. Listen, I'd never shot a dog that wasn't biting me. But that morning I came close. Listen to that thing. Instead, I ordered a coffee and I got a drink, got dressed, visited the mayor. The mayor, I had heard, was an old socialist in the good sense of the words, had helped get doctors and medicine over to the Spanish Republic when there was such a thing. When I got there, he ushered me in. He shut and locked the door. Thanks for seeing me. I do what I can. My name is No, Gabe. it's better that I don't know that. All right, fair enough. You're looking for a way out of France. Yeah. You look like an able man. Oh, thank you. I'm working out. <laughs> might I convince you that France, the real France, needs able men? Oh, you might. In fact, it wouldn't be hard, but right now I need to follow someone who followed one of your paths last week. Oh, might I ask why? Something happened to him on the other side. He uh, 
died. Ugh. Yeah, I need to know why. For official reasons? No, because I was supposed to make sure he got on the boat, and he didn't. <laughs> that is an admirable loyalty. Are you sure my path is safe for you? No, I'm not at all. It's an exceptionally dangerous path. I, I understand that, no, but... <laughs> All of Europe is exceptionally dangerous right now, so I don't much see the difference. All right. Well, here's the map. The path you will take is called the Lister Route, named for a particularly brutal man in the Civil War. Um, but we use it now. <laughs> Come, you can see it from the window. Over the mountains? Yes! That's where Spain is! Over the mountains! The mayor explained the route to me at painstaking length. I'm going length. to find the trees awfully craggy. Each detail, each tree... Don't mistake one for a woman. The quality of its bark and some Every other questionable details were clear in his mind. You'll see a lot of rocks. I admired him. An old man doing everything he could to help others, at no small risk to himself. I suggest you leave early in the morning with the workers going to the vineyards. Try to blend in. The walk should take half a day. Then you'll be at Port Boo. Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. Maybe I'll see you again. Uh, we can hope. We can hope. I decided I'd follow his route, but I couldn't take his advice about leaving in the morning. Another day about... Another day of waiting would have driven me crazy. And though I told myself not to, I heard Benjamin's voice warning me that the risk was in staying. About two hours in, I realized the mayor must have lungs and legs of steel. I was a man used to dark alleyways and smoky bars and rainy nights in the city. Not mountain hikes. I was on edge, out of my element. Hey, Benjamin had been right, though. There were no sounds on the walk. That did nothing to ease my nerves. Who's there? I threw myself to the left, barely avoiding impaling myself on a tree. The bullet had no such luck. It hit a tree a fraction of a second after I'd been there. I pulled out my thirty-eight and stayed behind cover. I couldn't see him, but I could hear him. It was the same voice of the guy that had knocked me out in Paris. Air Novus, I told you I'd be in touch. Yeah, what's wrong with sending a telegram? <laughs> that concludes Chapter 7 of The Mysterious Death of WB. Will Novus or the dog get shot? By whom? Find out more coming up soon. That's quite the cliffhanger. In generous and mysterious news, the Fun Palace is going to release episodes 1 through 6 of The Mysterious Death of WB as individual downloads, so you can binge-listen your way through the holidays. I've also heard that future episodes of the podcast will include a brand new Gabriel Novus story. That's breaking news. Unless you're... in the future, in which case it's old news... This is the second song from the time the Fun Palace was in a kitchen of some sort. I wouldn't really want to crowd my own kitchen with so many musicians. I don't think the cats would like the noise. Though it is a beautiful noise unto the Lord, or the Lady, or whoever may be up there. Tassiomancy is a magic act of sisters Romy and Sari Lightman, and friends based in Toronto.
Crystal Fire from the band Tassiomancy, which incidentally means a divination or fortune-telling method that interprets patterns in tea leaves, coffee grounds, or wine sediments. Which reminds me. Mm. Up next is another frequent offering by the Fun Palace players, the exact same ones mentioned earlier actually. This time with a mock radio call-in show performed live on stage and mostly scripted but also including spontaneous questions from audience members. Apparently, about a year has passed between this recording and the current moment, since it is seasonally appropriate if not up to date with all the current popular culture references. Listen for the cameo at the end. It's out of this world. 
Good afternoon and welcome to Ontario Today. I'm your host, Jacob Zipperman. And as the holiday season approaches, our thoughts turn to those who are less fortunate. So today we're asking, what are you doing to give back this holiday season? And my guest for today is giving expert, Emma Bakhtin. Hello. Hi, Emma. Uh, Emma is founder of Not Good Enough, a charitable organization that helps people maximize the effectiveness of of their charity. Welcome to the show, Emma. Thanks, Jacob. So tell us about Not Good Enough. Well, uh, as we've seen over the last few years, not all charities are created equal, or in fact, some of them aren't even charities. Most of us just aren't aware how to make actual, real, impactful giving choices. Right, because some charities are... Not good enough. (laughs) I see what you did there. It's kind of funny. All right, well, we've got a caller. Uh, We've got our first caller. We have Joan on the line from Mississauga. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Joan. Um, So how are you giving back this holiday season? Well, every year, my husband and I take our kids down to our local food bank, Mm -hmm. and we all volunteer for the day. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd give that about a 6 out of 10. Uh, but my real concern is, like, how many, how many kids do you have? Three. Wow. Three girls. Well, that's a lot of kids. Yeah, they're a handful. But we think it's really important for them to learn empathy and, you know, giving back. Well, do you need that many kids? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's just a pretty big burden on the planet, right? Well, I With the population. love them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering... If you're planning on having any more. The third one was an accident. Oh, okay. I was 46. Wow. 46. Oh, my. That's really old. Do you eat a lot of industrial meat? What? Yeah, industrial meat. There are so many hormones in industrial meat. No, it is. You should know this. Okay. Yeah, unless you're raising your own livestock. No, I'm not. You're not. Oh, yeah. So you have no idea what's in that meat you're eating. I guess not. Yeah, you need to find out. Okay, Joan. Well, there's some hints. So um, let's go to our next caller. (laughs) We've got Greg from Brampton. Hi, Greg. Hey, yeah. Hi, Jacob. Yeah, long time caller, first time listener. Um, so, Greg, are you, are, are you giving back this holiday season? Oh, sure am. Yeah, definitely. It's second year in a row going down uh, to Ecuador to oh. build houses for Habitat for Humanity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you bet. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Working alongside people from the, the you know the community. Right, yeah. It's up in the way up in the mountains. You sit you down. You chew on some coca leaves oh, together. Gosh. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. You no, know, oh, at the end of the day, yeah. we all sit and eat together. Somebody always brings out a guitar. Okay, Greg. It's like a, you yeah. really get to know. Yeah. Well, okay. What's up? Yes. No, I've heard this story a lot. This is a really oh. common. Uh, this is a oh. common story. And let me guess how it ends when okay. you're done building the house that you put a couple nails in the roof and then they take you on a tour of the village and someone else builds it while you're gone. Well, it's quite complex, uh, but yeah, well, okay. You fly back to your nice modern house in Brampton, don't you? Yeah, Brampton, yes. Yeah. Do you ever check on those houses that you build, Greg? They could burn down. In Ecuador? They could get swept away by a flood or an earthquake. Yeah. You wouldn't know. No, but I mean like, no, well, I'm not, not like good a, enough. I'm, not good enough. Okay. This is what I like to call volunteerism. Oh, no. It's all very kumbaya, but when you leave, who's mowing that lawn, Greg? We did sing kumbaya. Yeah, a child's mowing that lawn. Who's looking after the plumbing? Uh, there's a guy named... No, it's an underpaid Paolo. child. An underpaid child. Paolo's like 47. Yeah, he's not in a union. Do you know what union he works for? He oh. has no rights. Oh, okay. So I'm not doing... No, it's just not good enough. Okay, uh, okay. Have you okay. Ever heard of Rachel Corey? This is quite <laughs> okay. a Okay, all right. Um, so, so just before we move along to another caller, uh, mm. microloans. 
Anything wrong with microloans? Absolutely. Okay, uh, moving yeah. along. Uh, we have Becky from Maple, Ontario. Hi, I have a question for Mrs. Backney. Oh, it's Backteen. Okay, yeah. I get so many charities calling me to donate used clothing, mm-hmm. like cerebral palsy mm-hmm. or Value Village, but how do oh. I know they actually okay, go to Okay, first, Becky, Value Village is not an actual village. I know. Yeah, it's not even a charity. Second, uh, why are you buying so many clothes? Stop buying oh. clothes. Then you won't have to give them away. My body's changed a lot in the last year. I have a thyroid condition. Do you eat a lot of industrial meat? I'm a vegan. Do you know what's in soy? Okay, oh okay, God. all right, all right. Oh, our I'm next caller is someone is really our next caller though, definitely someone who truly knows how to give back. On the line is is Dr. Mark Johnson. Yeah, I can't uh, I can't talk right now though. Oh, is he there? Oh, Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson works for Médecins Sans Frontières. Dr. Johnson, you're currently in Sierra Leone. That's right. Working yeah. in an Ebola clinic. Yeah, that's right, Jacob, an Ebola clinic. Okay, um, Dr. Johnson, can I just ask you straight up, how often do you meet with pharmaceutical reps? With pharmaceutical reps? Yeah, you heard me. Oh, well, no, but... Uh, the men you know, in do the you suits. Want to talk about the- just giving you bags of money. Bags of money? No, I yeah. don't think you understand what's happening out here. Can I just ask you who paid the- for your hazmat suit? Was it Nike? The hazmat suit. Or was it Pfizer? Nike. What about Fi- Bayer? Listen, I think there's a lag on Bayer. the line. If you just... If you're quiet for um, just a now, second, uh, I can I can give my uh, we're we're here. You know, just on because the, ground, the name of your organization in French doesn't mean it's good enough. Right, but I'm here. I'm fighting Ebola. Not good enough. Oh, uh, we appear to have lost uh, the good doctor. Well, nothing um, hits a nerve like the truth. That's what I found in my work. <laughs> okay, well, we've got Dylan on the line uh, from Toronto. Go ahead, Dylan. Hello, Santa. For Christmas this year, I like a dictionary and a sweater from maybe my grandmother uh, and a Dylan, Clementine Dylan, for my stocking. Dylan, let me tell you. Just okay, Santa. I'm not Santa, and Santa actually doesn't exist. Santa is a lie what? perpetrated by the corporate oligarchy. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Santa's teaching sorry, you Dylan, our, our Santa show is tomorrow. And greed. Uh, Dylan, Santa Dylan, just hang up greed. and stop Stop <laughs> listening, Dylan. Santa's Dylan, not real. our Santa show is tomorrow. Dylan, Santa's not real. Dylan, our Santa show is tomorrow. Please call back tomorrow. I think it's confusing to lie oh. to children. It's a, it's a, that's a large problem. Um, so my producer is saying that we have time <laughs> we have time for just one more special call, and we have we have Chris on the line. Uh, where are you calling from, Chris? Space. 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 Yeah. Oh my God! Is this Chris Hadfield? Oh yeah. God! Is this Chris Hadfield? How are you, Jacob? I'm I'm great, Commander Hadfield. How are you? Are you using a lot of energy in your I'm spacecraft? Feeling groovy, Jacob. Oh, hi, Emma. Hi. <laughs> I just wanted to call in to say that from where I sit, high above this beautiful blue green planet, we're all one family, and that's not the way I like to give true. back is through song. Oh, this song's called ISS. Effective. I'm still singing. Just so you know, singing is not a great way to give back. So there won't be snow on planet Earth this Christmas. No, climate change. (laughs) And we don't stand a snowball's chance in hell. Unless we use drones. From here we look so small. Well, we're quite obese. But we somehow fucked it all. That's beautiful. Never mind, it's Christmas time on Earth. 
All right, thank you so much, Commander Hatfield. You're very that welcome, Jacob. That concludes our show. Call in for Santa tomorrow. Uh, He's a different outlook on the holiday season. And playing us out is, is Chris Hadfield in space. I'm in space. I didn't know he was still in space. Space. And that concludes our mostly scripted call-in show. As a bit of a space geek, it's hard not to be when scoring science movies. That was thrilling. Although I do realize it was not the real Colonel Chris Hadfield there. But I bet he'd enjoy that bit if he were to tune in. And I hope he does. To sing us out of this episode is Laura Barrett. She has a history of working alone and working with other people in music, film, and even the theater. She has some recordings on the internet you can listen to. Links and more information about everything or anything you've heard today can be found at funpalace.ca. Please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. All the other podcasts say that's the way to get noticed, so I will say that too. Thank you, and have yourself a season full of variety. Here we go.
Thank you for listening. The Fun Palace gratefully acknowledges the support of the Toronto Arts Council for this project and just generally. You can find the Fun Palace at funpalace.ca or wherever good podcasts are found. Go forth. Have fun. Multiply variety. Multiply variety.